Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm like, what? And he's like, well, he's... Welcome to the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. Your own speed racer. That's right. Brad Butler coming up here in a few moments. Alan Cook will join us as well. Lots of things going on today here on our big program. Now, um, go ahead and get a hold of us on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty. Stitcher and the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information. All available on our fantastic, fantastic app. What are we doing today? Um, we're doing lots of things. Alan Cook going to join us at the at the uh, middle of our broadcast. Brad Butler is going to join us here 15 after. Or close to 15 after. That is an alarm on my cell phone to say, get on the air, idiot. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Lots of things happening today. Um, what else is going on? We're getting ready to uh, get ready for... Uh, we're going to get ready to get ready, as they say. I don't know for what, but for something. We're getting ready to get ready. Getting ready to get ready, my man. As... Uh, was that Burka that said that back in the day? I think it was. I think it was Alan Burka. It was Alan Burka. JiggyJaguar.com, by the way. Uh, interviews, highlights, everything that is anything. Go to our website, JiggyJaguar.com. Brad Butler calling us here in five minutes. And uh, JiggyJaguar.us for the app. Download the app right now. And there, I believe, I believe on the telephone, we have the great Brad Butler. Hey. Brad, how are you, sir? Okay, James. Thanks for having me on. I yes, definitely. It. I'm glad we 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 love hearing from you, man. What 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 do you have for us today, brother? What do you have for us? Well, I think I was thinking about it. I think it's been probably a couple of years since I've done your show. Yep, yep. It because has been. I, it has I, been, my friend. Because it was it was before my health collapsed. Yes, um, about a year and a half ago. Uh, everything, everything went south, and uh, I was in serious uh, health trouble uh, for oh, a while. My all my major organs were failing. My immune system was collapsing, and uh, I was I was looking at uh, an ignominious end. Uh, wow. But I kind of pulled out of it a little bit, and the last ten months I've been uh, running. Uh, a lot in the soft sand here in Southern California and swimming, and my health has been restored. Thank God. That's fantastic. Thank so, God. Uh, so, so, what was what was some of the what was some of the issues that led to your uh, your, your medical issues, my man? Well, you know what? It was just everything. 
stress, it was the lifestyle, it was diet, uh, you know, it was a, a failing marriage, it, it, you name it, it all was just piling down on top of me. Foul ups after foul up and then, and then just, uh, you know, one day I looked in the mirror and I was, my whole body was covered with open sores. I was literally, I was looking in the mirror at, at a, a dying man. All of smoke. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a rude awakening and, um, I had to literally change everything. And in fact, about four months ago, I have I decided to take the baptism name. I, I'm no longer going by Brad. I'm going by Michael. Ah, I took my okay. baptism name from church um, because I decided so much has changed that I needed a new name to go with my new existence. Yes. Um, so so it's it's really been dramatic. It's been a dramatic change in every in way. Um, but I'm glad that uh, I'm still amongst uh, everyone and I still, in fact I changed the name of my company when the last time I saw you it was Uniglobal Media yep. and now it's Evigo Vision Media uh, so I changed the name of the company I changed my name I've just uh, everything's just radically different wow and, uh, you know I, wow. yeah it was <laughs> it's uh, in, in fact I haven't seen most of my friends and family for about a year or more um, so hopefully this holiday season I will see them again I think they will be much amazed at my appearance because it's completely different than what it was um, well that but, is you know really go ahead go ahead really my friend saved, yeah what really saved me was running in the soft sand at the really beach. yes I ran uh, over 500 miles in the soft sand. And running in the soft sand is not really running. It's more like plodding. It's like 18-minute miles. But it forces your whole body to work. Your, you know, your low back, your all your legs just churning in the soft sand. And it literally, it altered everything. And then I swam my 3,000 laps in the pool also. Wow! Uh, so all that, yeah, all that uh, combined with, uh, you know, some faith in God and some, some guidance uh, from the from the good Lord. I think uh, it all combined to kind of point me in the right direction. Now, uh, well, d we'll tell tell we'll us see what little, happens from here. Well, tell us a little bit about the uh, the new company and everything. Okay, so well, Ebigo Vision Media, I. I'm still doing the PR. In fact, uh, you had one of my uh, newer clients on, Alex Azen, about a month ago. Yep, yep. Uh, and and one of the, um, you know, when I hooked up with Alex, um, he had put together this, uh, he had commissioned a, a symphony called Winds of Freedom. Uh, and he had also, he had taken the symphony and then made it into like a movie using uh, video clips. And so I was, when I first started uh, uh, dealing with him, he was, you know, oh, girl, this is this this is the thing, and I want to promote it to help the peace movement and this and that. And I said, oh, okay, fine. And then 
I said, well, you know, you should, you have to get out in front of this and, and tell your story because he's from the Soviet Union, he defected and all this. And he said, no, no, I want to remain in the background. I want to remain in the background. And I'm, well, you know what, if you're going to remain in the background, forget it. I don't want to work for you. <laughs> because because the story is you. You know, and uh, one of the things that I've asked 150 people, not only did he commission the Winds of Freedom Symphony, but he commissioned another one called Concerto for Astronauts, which was a tribute to the Challenger astronauts after the shuttle blew up there in, in January of 1986. Yeah. So he commissions this full-length symphony from this Russian composer. And so I asked him, I said, how many people do you know who've commissioned two symphonies of, on their own, private citizens, to change the world? And the answer is none. No, wow. I don't know anybody. You you know anybody? No. James Lowe, you know not anybody? That I know of, not symphony? that I know of, brother. Not that I know of, my man. Yeah. I know I, I've heard one story of you know, of, of rich people uh, commissioning like an anthem for a university. Well yeah. Well, yeah. But but this you know, Alex was just kind of a regular guy. He was, you know, working uh, as an engineer at a power plant in New York. And all this stuff happened, and the guy hauls off, and it takes five years, and he works with this, he not only commissioned the symphony, but he worked with the composer uh, on on how it would sound and how it w went, and it took five years to do the two symphonies, and, it was, you know, uh, composers can be, uh, they're artists, so they can be difficult to deal with. Oh, you know? very much so, yes. And, <laughs> yeah, and so, and so... And so finally, I had to beat him over the head for two months, and he finally relented. He said, okay, fine, I'll get out in front of it. And so I started writing material about his background, his childhood, his family history in Russia, because uh, he comes from a line of Soviet naval officers. And uh, so I started, he grew up in the Ukraine in Odessa on the Black Sea, and, and so I started writing his story and as, as couching it in terms of this unique person who did these symphonies and now this multimedia presentation wins the freedom. And it's been well received. And in fact, people who know of the project, when they read the new material, it completely alters their perception of the project because all of a sudden they get it. They go, oh, now I understand better because they know Alex's story better, and they know where this thing comes from. It just didn't come from out of thin air. Yeah. And that has changed uh, a lot of how people are now viewing it. When they go to the website and they read his story and they see, the first thing I put on the front of the website is, in big bold, how many people do you know have commissioned two symphonies to change the world. Yes. And question mark. That's the first thing people see when they go to the website. And then I put underneath it, well, now you know at least one. And then I tell a little bit of his story, and then there's video clips and whatnot. So the, he's one of my main clients. And, you know, one of the things, James, I've changed. I've done a 100 things in the last 10 months that I've never done in my life. Like, I was about to sign a... I had worked for a month to get a new contract from this other guy uh, who I almost booked on your show. And I became so irritated 
with the guy running the campaign. And it would have been a nice contract. It would have been good money. I said, you know what? Forget it. You're a genius. You do it on your own. I don't need you. I didn't come back from the dead to take crap from you. <laughs> so what? <laughs> you know, just forget. And you know what, James? I would have never done that five years ago. No. I would have kissed. I would have kissed his rear end to the highest mountain in order to get the contract. But I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to put up. I cashiered my sister. I cashiered about six of my friends who I don't want to see anymore, and I literally just told them, I'm sorry, I'm not going to ever see you again. Goodbye. Because they're bothering me, they irritate me, their energy is just isn't what I need, and yeah. I just, and I would, you know. So, not only have I changed physically, but I've altered everything, you know, about how I approach many different things. And... You know, maybe it'll be for ill, but you know what? It's my decision, and I'm going to do it, and I'll pray to God that it works out. You know, it's uh, it's been, uh, I'm grateful that I'm I'm here, but I still get down. Like about a month ago, two months ago, I was like, this is not working. I'm, you know, I've, I'm better, but I'm not going anywhere. And so I, I sat down, and I kind of charted the history of the last 10 months where I was, and then where I am, and I kind of felt a little better. Like, okay, yeah, okay, you know. Well, uh, don't get too down. Well, but before we, we we've got to run along here because I've I've got okay. a, a couple more guests I've got to get to. But uh, give us okay. the details. How do we get a hold of you online? How do we okay. get in touch with the new well, company? Right. Everything there, man. Right. Okay. Well, the the uh, the um, website is ebgo. Inc.com. It's, if you just go to Google and you go EBGO Vision Media, it'll pop up. And then Alex's website, which also has my contact info with the Winds of Freedom, is uh, windsoffreedom.org. And that's a terrific website. It's got a lot of great stuff on it, and that's a big project right now. That's a big push for me. So I would encourage people to go to windsoffreedom.org, read Alex's story, Look at the Winds of Freedom multimedia presentation. You'll be moved. And because, uh, you know, the world's going kind of crazy right now. The world's going kind of crazy. And uh, we need some peace and stability in this world. So, James, thanks for having me on. I'm glad to talk to you again. Yes, and, uh, I am I very glad to talk to you as well. Well, uh, be, be, in, be in touch, my friend, and we'll talk soon. Appreciate it. Take care. Thank you much. That's Brad Butler. There he goes on our big program. We're going to take a brief break. We're going to call Alan Cook. we got more coming up. Back here on our world famous Chicky Check Power Video Broadcast. Gonna call Alan Cook. And uh, we're gonna get him on with us today here in our big program. Alan's gonna join us here in a few moments. This is Alan. Alan, how are you, my friend? It's James Love with KJ Radio calling you for your radio interview. How are you, sir? 
Hey, I'm great, my man. How are you? Pretty good, actually. We were uh, we were going to try to get you on at the top of the hour, but I had a guest on and just I uh, I just couldn't get him to move. Right. So we've got you now, though, my friend Alan Cook with us today here on our big broadcast, and uh, he joins us live here on our big program here on iHeartRadio, AMFM twenty four seven dot com. Tune in iTunes Radio Loyalty and uh, fifty plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. Now, Alan, tell us a little bit about your latest project, my friend. Well, I wrote a book. Um, actually, I've always got a couple of projects going on, but this I wrote a book a few years ago, actually. It's called How to Have Your Best Christmas Ever, and it's a, it's been described as a book, but on every page, one reviewer said it's like unwrapping a Hershey's Kiss. And that was a nice compliment. I appreciated what he said, but it's it's simply a book designed to help people have a better Christmas season especially people who might be going into it thinking that it, that it just might not be their best one ever, which is what happened to me a few years ago. And I learned something from kind of turning it around and actually making it the best one I've ever had. So I thought putting it together in a book form might be a good idea. It might help some other people have as much fun as I did when I kind of thought I wasn't going to have that great of a Christmas. Now, uh, this book is fantastic. Tell me a little bit about the writing process for the book. You know, it's never been easier than today to self-publish a book, which is what I did. This is the first book I ever did, and all it is really is a Word document with some photos put in and then uploaded to a website called createspace.com, which I think is an Amazon company. Yes. And that wonderful free site turns your Word document into a formatted book. And from the process of creating the Word document to having my first copy delivered at my door cost me a total of about $15.40. Holy smokes. Yeah, it was amazing. And I've since written a couple other books since then. It's, it's just, it's, it, it's never been easier to tell your story. And, and probably everybody's got a story out there of some kind to tell. Mine just happened to be how to turn around your Christmas season and make it a really good one. Well, uh, my, my, my good friend Erwin Zucker, who works in the uh, book, book publishing world, has always said that everybody's got a book in them. So, yeah, yeah you're, right, uh, you're, you're, you're right on that end of things. Now, um, what, what, with this book, what do you want readers to take away from your writing of the book? That, well, that they can write a book, too. That would be one thing. Um, second thing is that you can be in charge of your own joy if you focus on giving to other people instead of what you're going to get. Uh, that's probably the biggest thing I, I learned is that when you focus on doing things for other people, anytime you give somebody a gift or you do something nice for them, you get some joy that comes back into your life kind of as an automatic return. It just happens. Yeah. If you go into Christmas waiting for somebody else to do something for you and they don't deliver, you put your joy in their hands. And that's not a great position to be in. You want to be in charge of your own joy. So I just kind of discovered, you know, you can you can be as happy as you want to be, um, regardless of what's going on in your environment and what's going around you, if you focus on reaching out to other people instead of waiting for them to come to you. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast. Alan Cook joins us. He's got a fantastic book. It's How to Have Your Best Christmas Ever, Ten Keys to Make It Happen. It's been described as an emotional Cinnabon. Reading it is like unwrapping a Hershey's Kiss on every page. And joins us today here on our big program. Now, um, with this book, what's been some of the reviews and some of the different uh, critiques and everything you've gotten in the past on the book? 
Um, uh, one father said that he appreciated uh, reading the book because it, it focused him on what he can do for other people instead of going out and buying something. You know, it, it's easy to go pick up a gift card, but a year from now, people are probably going to forget that, that you gave them a gift card. It'll be spent yep. and it'll be gone, yep. as great as gift cards are. It, it doesn't, it tends to not last too much. I had a sister who read the book and decided to create something for every member of her congregation. I think she has 200 people in her congregation or something. She took some kind of a church saying that meant a lot to her, and I guess photocopied it, did some color photocopies, framed it, and gave one to like every family in her congregation because she read the book. And I thought, you know, that's, that's pretty cool that, that you know, somebody would do something like that. Um, just Friends have just appreciated, I think, a little bit more, and reviewers, just the spirit that's behind it and, and how it makes the holiday a more joyful holiday pretty much regardless of what's going on around you. And, and I think there's a lot of power in understanding that you can take charge of your own joy by focusing on other people. Um, a quick story that you asked me about at the beginning about some of my latest project. Last Christmas, I went into CVS Pharmacy um, and bought just some basic Christmas cards for about six bucks. And I think I got 24 cards. And when I went up to the counter, they rang them up, and the little computer thing said, oh, you know, buy one, get one free. So I ended up with 48 cards. And the, and the reason I bought them is I wanted to send them out to people who have mattered to me in my life. And all of a sudden, I had like 50 cards. To, so I started thinking of, you know, who's helped me or who, who's meant a lot to me, who's been there for me in tough times. I started sending these out. And I had so much fun, I actually bought another set. I bought another 50 and sent them out. And towards the end, I decided to send one to Warren Buffett at Berkshire Hathaway in Omaha because I like investments and he's taught me so much over the years about investing. I don't know Warren. I've never talked to Well, it's not true. I met him one time real quickly at a, an event here in Washington years ago, but he doesn't remember me at all. But he's been a big influence in my life. I simply wrote him a note on this card, told him how much I appreciated what he taught me over the years, and sent it off to him at Berkshire Hathaway. This is like any given year, either the number one or number two richest guy in the world. And on December 27th, two days after Christmas, I get in my mailbox a, a letter from Berkshire Hathaway. And it's, a, it's a, about a half of a notepad-sized piece of paper that has Warren's picture you know, kind of printed on there, copied on there. He hand-wrote me a note, and he said, hey, thank you for your wonderful Christmas card and your note. It made my day, exclamation point, Warren Buffett. And... And I thought, you know, it really is a wonderful thing to reach out to people and regardless of their status in life, to just reach out to them and say thanks. And this wonderful guy, in the midst of everything he's doing, took the time to send me a note back. And I have that note kind of pasted up on a kind of a little wall I have at my home where I have Christmas cards that I've received over the years from people. And, you know, people come walk in my apartment, they look at that, and they go, how do you know Warren Buffett? <laughs> I say, well, I don't really. I mean, I just sent him a Christmas card. And he sent me a handwritten note back. Now, that's kind of cool. But, it, you know, it happens because somebody first has to make the first move and reach out. And I just genuinely wanted to thank him for what he's taught me through his writings and stuff and his example over the years. So there's a there's a quick story. That's a hell of a deal. That, you know, that is a hell of a deal. That's just happened lately. 
It is the fantastic, fantastic Alan Cook with us today. He joins us live in her broadcast. Coast to coast, border to border, tune in. iTunes, radio loyalty. Stitcher and the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store. Now, um, you, you've gotten a lot of good uh, reviews on the book. You've, 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 you're doing a lot of things here. Um, why do you think this book will appeal to readers? It's easy to read. It's not a long book. Um, you know, it's available on the Kindle, and it's available in a hardback. I think a hardback, the, the softback, I guess you call it, is only like 15 bucks or something. It's a quick, easy read that kind of cuts to the chase about how to make it through what could otherwise be a tough Christmas season. When I wrote this, I, was, I wrote it because I was going to have the first Christmas in 28 years where it looked like I was going to be alone. And I wrote it when I was going through a divorce. And I wrote it when, you know, you got a lot of family stuff going on. And, and I mean, it, I, you know, I should have written a book called How, you know, I'm about to have my crappiest Christmas ever. That's how I felt. But it turned out being my best Christmas ever. Two of my kids came out, and I just tried to focus on making it a great Christmas for them and for anybody else around. And I just kind of realized, you know, the world can kind of be caving in on you all around you, really, and sometimes in your life, but you can still be happy. And I think that's what we're all kind of in our own ways looking for, not just at Christmas time, but throughout the year. We're just all trying to be as happy as we can be. And, and if I can write something that will help other people be happier, regardless of what time of year it is, all the better. You know, it just brings me more joy. So, um, that's kind of the gist of it. A simple book that kind of cuts to the chase. It tells my story of what I went through and some specific things I did that made me happy at the time of year when we're supposed to be the happiest, pretty much. And yet a lot of people are not for various reasons. And if I can help them have a better Christmas time, despite the reasons and the things going on in their life, great. I feel like I've accomplished something. I've helped somebody else out. And I've been able to spread the kind of joy around that I discovered at a time when I really wasn't sure I was going to have a lot of it. That's a heck of a that deal. That to me is a payoff. That is a heck of a deal. It is a fantastic guest. Joins us today here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border, Tune in iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course, a brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store. Alan Cook with us today. He joins us live. Now, um, who do you envision to be the potential readers for this great book? Um, people who may have been in the same position I was in, people who are alone, people who for the last few years may not have had the best Christmas they've had, people who are separated from their families. You know, I've got a bunch of siblings that live out west, and I wasn't at the big family Christmas party because of various reasons I couldn't be there, so I kind of missed out on that. Um, people who have kind of not discovered the magic of focusing on somebody else instead of themselves. We're kind of in a, you know, how many selfies can you take, you know, today? And how many people follow you on Instagram? And, and how many people like your Facebook page? You know, it's all about who's looking at you in whatever form. And, uh, hey, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook and I like people follow. you know, we all, we all like that. But the real key to happiness, in my opinion, at least especially what I found out through this experience, was doing things for other people that 
that brought you joy and brought them some joy as well. I mean, I one of the little chapters in here talks about a Christmas tree of all things. We were we were over to the apartment complex. We were doing some work and we were going up and down the elevator and loading some stuff into a truck. And we came down the elevator and all of a sudden there's this Christmas tree, like three weeks before Christmas, that had been tossed that was sitting next to the dumpster. It wasn't that tall, but it was beautifully shaped. And it was about to be, you know, it was basically being thrown away. I didn't have a Christmas tree yet this particular year that I wrote this book. And I thought, well, you know, this might sound stupid, but I could rescue this tree. I could give this little tree a Christmas, too. I mean, why not? You know, better than being in a dumpster. And it wasn't right the perfect height that I would get if I went to Lowe's or Home Depot or somebody to buy a tree. But I just put it in the back of my truck, took it home, dressed it up. And, and I looked at that tree throughout the Christmas season. I thought, you know, you were headed to a dumpster, and you may not realize it, but you're in my living room now, and you may be my favorite Christmas tree I've ever had because you're free, <laughs> one thing. But I kind of, I kind of gave, you a, I gave you a home for a few weeks, and you helped me out too. And we both won. And... That little experience is one of the little chapters in the book that kind of points out the little things you can do along the way that make a difference and and bring you joy. That probably in 28 years is probably my favorite Christmas tree. And I got it in a way that I didn't normally get trees. I don't really remember a lot of the other ones, but that one I'll never forget because there's a story behind it. And, and those... When you have these kind of experiences and those stories that you create, those last. Those are worth something. And, and they stick with you. And, you, you know, even now, four years later, I'm looking back on that story, and I still have a smile on my face because it, it takes me back to that experience, makes me happy all over again. Tree's long since gone. But for a month, it was the center point of kind of the decorative part of my Christmas, and it had a story to it, and, and I loved it. It was it was great, and uh, I'll never forget it. So there's an example of something you can do that just kind of happened to me that year that taught me something. We've got a uh, great, great guest with us today. Joins us live here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border, Alan Cook with us. Um, what makes your book different from others like it? I don't, you know, I've got to be honest with you, I was surprised that nobody had had trademarked, you know, how to have your best Christmas ever when I wrote this. Um, I have not spent a lot of time reading other people's books on how to have a great Christmas, and there are a bunch of them, you know, 25 things you can do to have a good Christmas or whatever there might be. I just haven't spent time reading them because I had so much fun with mine. I, I think sometimes, um, and it's really based on what some other people have said, you know, who have no vested interest in giving me a good review or anything. They just read the book, and it made a difference in their lives. They, it made them happier. They, they, they kind of felt something as they read the book, and then they did something about it afterwards. It, it tends to bring out some action in people, not just take you into some, you know, fantasy land where somebody else is doing something that's cool and they have a lot of happiness or whatever it might be. This, can, this has a way of kind of sparking you, I think, a little bit and saying, hey, here's a guy who was going into Christmas and the odds were against him, 
and it turned around and it and there's magic in that process and anybody can do it and it doesn't cost you anything i mean it really it's 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 more just a focus of look at other people and see what you can do for them and every time you do something for them like every time you send a christmas card out to somebody and especially when you write a note and say hey thanks for what you did for me you know with such and such you feel good right whether you get a card back or not that's not the issue the issue is reach out and say thanks to somebody and you're going to get some joy and if you get it the first time you're going to get it the second time and the third time and the 105th time it's going to keep happening and what you do is you take a book like this and all of a sudden it becomes a little factory to help you create your own joy for as long as you want to do it and i think that's a little bit unique I mean, I'm no connoisseur of all the you know books that have been written out there, but a book that helps you find joy and create it regardless of the time of year, um, that's worth something. And it's, you know, you'll spend 15 or 20 bucks on a gift card and you'll forget you had it six months later. But you spend 15 bucks on a book and it might change your life. We've got And the, uh, if that's the case, yes. that's, a good, that's a good investment. Well, well, Alan, I appreciate you making time for us today. We've got to run along, but thanks for being with us, my friend. Uh, how, how do we get a hold of you online? Pick up your books, everything. Go to just go to Facebook, uh, Facebook dot com, and then the, it's just a page on Facebook called Best Christmas Ever. And if if your listeners want to shoot me an email, I could probably get them some kind of a deal on the book as well. Just email me at Best Christmas Ever, and then the number ten at gmail dot com. Fantastic. Happy to do anything I can do. Well, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for being on, and uh, looking forward to talking to you soon. Thank you, brother. Thank you, sir. You're a great guy. Thanks appreciate a lot for having me on the Thank show. Thank you, man. That's Alan Cook with us today. We're going to take a time out. When we come back, we have got Jay Izzo coming up on our big broadcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Amazon. It's really easy to support the Jiggy Jaguar experience before you shop on Amazon. And we all know you do. Go to the website, jagshow.com. Click on the Amazon banner on the homepage. It's that easy. Remember, that's jagshow.com. Click the Amazon banner before you shop. Check out audibletrial.com slash jaguar. For you, the listeners of the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I recommend End of Watch by Stephen King. Check out audible.com. It is amazing. Check out A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. That's audibletrial.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash jaguar. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash jaguar for your free audiobook. But an incredible new marketing partner on Transmedia Worldwide, Change of Heart, a film by Pickle Ticklick Video Club. Uh, that's right. A love story about two women torn apart too soon. 
Let's tell you a little bit about this. Check out Indiegogo.com. With this film, we hope to remind people that it wasn't long ago that gay marriage was illegal. And the LGBT community were second-rate citizens with limited legal recourse. Through change of heart, we will relieve a moment prior to legalized marriage in the United States. Leading character, Becky must overcome the limitations placed on her by society, as well as make a life-altering decision regarding her loved one. Check it out on Indiegogo.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Change of Heart, a film. Check it out today. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. We've got an incredible new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. Q-L-I-P-P is the ultimate tennis performance sensor. It measures every part of your stroke, analyzing the spin, speed, and sweet spot accuracy of each shot. Designed to improve your game with the most advanced analytics possible, check out igg.me slash at slash Q-L-I-P-P. Oh, that's right. It's an amazing, amazing new product. Check out igg.me slash at slash Q-L-I-P-P. Um, sum it up, my friend. Give us your thoughts on today. Well, we first of all, if you folks have not tuned in for the last four hours or three hours and 47 minutes, you have missed some amazing guests. Uh, we have had, I mean, listen, we had somebody who actually was in the CIA. Dr. Jack was actually in the CIA, and a lot of people don't know that. We just finished talking to Seth Price. We have uh, talked to Jonathan Ferrara and his art. I think it's kind of a cool thing that he's doing. We've talked to Harvey Neiman today. Who else? Oh, who else am I missing? I'm, I feel like I'm missing someone. Good, old, good old Barry. Oh. <laughs> if you missed Barry's segment, I'm so sorry. that. Well, actually, I'm glad. Actually, this part, that's <laughs> well, you might want to reverse that, baby. I might want to reverse that out. If you listened to that segment, I am so sorry. There was James. I don't even know what to say. That was something that was almost like I. I almost wanted to throw up in my mouth. I, I mean, don't know I what was, the hell that was. I honestly what, don't know what the hell that was. What? 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 James? What? What was that? I mean, he got I, he got booked on this show, I guess, on false pretenses because I, I'd sent you the story. Yeah. And I thought, well, this is an interesting story, you know, blah, 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 we'll have him on. And then wow, train so, wreck in minutes. Yeah, I mean, okay, first of all, thank God we're not on terrestrial radio because we'd be off the air. But um, if we were. So if you missed if you missed that. Also, by the way, we talked to um, Mark, Mark Merrill. Yes, uh, yes, the fantastic which, Mark Merrill. That was, that was, yeah, he was great. Um, but okay, you have to understand that. So this guy has Asperger's and uh, autism, okay, and he also has quote unquote Tourette's. Well, you, there's no way you could miss the Tourette's because he had the Tourette's because he was. <laughs> yes, you're right. Every other word, every other word was an f bomb, and so he was clearly. Uh, and and I tried to reel him in. I tried to you know psychologically reel him in here, and I couldn't get him to hold on, which sometimes happens with folks who have Aspergers, you know, and and Tourette's and and 
a little bit of an edge of autism. Sometimes those things can happen where they just go off on tangents and they just go and they you can't you can't reel them in. And if you if you happen to catch that interview, which hopefully we won't reproduce, but if you should have <laughs> Yeah, you know, the only way you're going to hear that is up on our website. That's it. Yeah, so James James at the end, good old Jiggy. I love Jiggy. I mean, I am like furiously – so you, what you don't know is I'm in – some of you may know. I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina. James is in Hutchinson, Kansas. And I am Facebook messaging James, oh, dear, Lord, you got to get him off the air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to say. I don't. I got nothing. I said, I'm, I'm – and and so James is trying to get him off, and what's happening is he won't stop because he is in he is in high intensity. I am going to go. He and was James he like, was he was headed down the Hallelujah Trail, as my good buddy Frank Catola would say. Uh, when he started getting into porn stars and 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 everything else that he was doing, I was like, oh, this there. I mean, I thought this was bad. This is going down a way 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 wrong trail. And he, <laughs> it, just, it was something else. I'm telling was, you, this is this is one of those things. And and here's what makes it probably funnier for those of you who weren't weren't with us earlier. And that thankfully, here's what happened. We just talked to a Christian motivational speaker. <laughs> you go from one extreme to the other, baby. And we went completely the opposite extreme. And I mean, I don't mean, I don't mean opposite. I mean. We are in a whole nother neighborhood opposite. I don't mean like, you know, we're in, in on the Atlantic Ocean and Pacific Ocean. I am telling you that we had gone we had gone way into Antarctica somewhere. And we I mean we were gone. And and there was no controlling this guy. We were gone. That's awesome. <laughs> we were gone. I mean, <laughs> We were done. We didn't even talk. We couldn't even ask him a question. I, we were trying to ask him questions. We couldn't ask him a question, you know. And you know, here was Mark. Here's Mark Merrow, who was so kind and positive, and he was fantastic. He was amazing. Amazing, and just has a great story. And he's doing all these wonderful things for kids, and you know, just fantastic stuff. And you know, Harvey Neiman, who is a regular on the show. And uh, I kind of blew it a little bit because he wanted to ask questions in a particular order. Yes, and, yes. And I and I didn't have everything in front of me, so. <laughs> I, <laughs> yes. So anyway, so and Harvey was great, and Harvey's always great, right? I mean, he's he always, fantastic. I love Harvey. Yeah, Harvey's always great, and and Doctor Jack is is about as solid as a guy who's in touch with everything in Washington as can be, and just a cool coolest dude ever who could talk about a variety of pop you know variety of subjects and it, i mean he even talked a little football with us today and yeah yeah he was really really cool and jonathan ferrera has an art gallery down in new orleans and you know has got this great great book guns in the hands of artists creating conversations and i thought he i thought he was really really cool about handling the gray area and handling that so well i thought he was ultimately fantastic and then Seth Price, of course, um, you know, talking about business and uh, was just so cool. So, and then you and I had some fun, you know, doing our segment that we typically do. But yeah, but Barry, <laughs> I just don't know what to say. It's a hell of a deal, dude. Dude, I got to tell you something. I, 
I gotta figure out a way to recover from that. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like I gotta read my Bible for the yeah, next hour. He is he is just out of his mind. And and what's great is that he is actively trying to manage people in the world, and I and I, I'm like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I mean, I do you know what? I mean, all right. Did you hear that he had this one client whose name I can't remember is a tennis who. <laughs> Who last went to the U.S. Open in 1983? <laughs> <laughs> I want you to think about that for a second. Your client, the only one that you talked about, was in the U.S. Open in 1983. 83. 83. I want. Let's 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 calculate here. So that's 30. 20 years ago, maybe. 34 years ago, right? Son so. Of a bitch. And and let's say that this guy and this guy was going to be Mac and Rose. Challenger back then, way I back guess. when. Yes. So the guy is 65, probably, ish, and is in mid 60s. Hell of this a is, deal. This is your client, man. Hell of yeah, a deal. Yeah, this is your client, dude. I think you better change a new different clientele. And I understand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and listen, I understand why you no longer have the worldwide whatever sports agency thing whatever I, that was I, I i don't know brother dude dude no no man there's no way you're having a sports agency and all these people who he felt kind of had taken advantage of him <laughs> over time <laughs> and, and dude i and i didn't dare i, I mean dude the guy had me so scared <laughs> the guy had you so scared <laughs> because i didn't know what was going to come out of his mouth and then i was like well, whatever. You, you didn't but, know he was. You didn't know maybe he was gonna come come through the computer screen like I, uh, dude, like like, like a cartoon. Okay, so here's the only thing I was I wanted to tell him, dude. You got to come up with a simpler name for your website because. Oh yeah. No, nobody's gonna yeah, remember. I don't know what was going on there either. Nobody's gonna remember your 56 letter website name. Okay. No, no one is gonna remember that. And I mean, I was like. Whoa. We live in a. How did you get this guy? What, he, what he he got a hold of me and wanted to be on the show, and he sent me some stuff, and I thought, well, hell, we'll see what we can do, and then uh. Because I just wanted to make sure it didn't come from Richard. No. <laughs> no, this isn't a Richard booking. No. No. Oh my God. What 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 if what if Richard tried to do business with this guy? Oh. oh. That's I a hell of a deal too. I would tell him, I'd say, Richard, don't. <laughs> Richard, don't. <laughs> run away. Pull out the money. Run, 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 run away. Oh, my gosh. Run away. Man, I, and I didn't, and, you know, here's the thing. I looked up right while he's ranting. I'm looking. No, up ranting. Rant, rant, ranting is a safer term than what he was actually doing. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He had no idea what we went through. I, 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 was, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Because there was nothing I could say. There was you you nothing... couldn't. You couldn't. It was just, it was just you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's like Bobby the Brain Heenan used to say, feet don't fail me now. Yeah. I mean, I just... <laughs> <laughs> Folks, literally, literally, I am, I'm literally Facebook messaging James. During the segment that with the segment we were doing, I'm going. We gotta get this guy off. 
<laughs> I've seen those. I'm sitting here and my loss. phone's beeping at me, and I'm like, uh-oh, what's going on? I'm at a loss, and then, I, and then I'm writing back, unbelievable. Unbelievable, as the I, professor this, used to say. Unbelievable. This, this dude, dot, 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 are you kidding me? <laughs> he was he was out of his mind. It, it, I said, it, could, it, it could, just I said, it, it was perfect radio. <laughs> perfect radio. <sighs> I'm telling you. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> again, I'm, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna go read my Bible just to recover from just that. to recover I mean, from Barry. I'm telling yeah, you. I'm, well, and what's funny is he. Is he texted me as soon as I got off the air? I gotta reach in these texts he sent me. <laughs> he sent me some texts. Let me see is there. He goes, uh, that was effing classic, great interview. Um <laughs> oh, I, I I effing love Jay Izzo, great interview. We gotta do it again. We need to have another one soon. You have that effect on people, my friend. Oh, the only thing I said to him was, "I am so sorry." (laughs) I'm so sorry. I and I, I mean, I right because you know I was trying to get him to emote and hopefully try to bring him down. That's what I was trying to do. And he didn't. It and he wasn't going to be put down. It he was, wouldn't get. He wouldn't. He it, he was it, not. He it was. It was like it was like they took old Yeller out back and old Yeller took off. Uh, <laughs> he was not going to be put down. You are correct. He was angry. I mean, he was really angry. He was about something it. else. I just. Oh. Okay. Okay. okay that was my first. That's the first. <laughs> That's the first. That's a first. I mean, is, I mean, but, but, <laughs> it, it was a hell of a deal. I'm telling you, that was. Hey, but I want to just say, listen, I've had a lot yes. of fun with you the last four hours. Been, <laughs> yeah, it's been a blast. <laughs> it, it really has. I mean, I, it really has been. And you know what? Uh, considering we've never done four hours before, I thought it. I thought it actually went pretty well. Oh, it was it was fantastic. I, I enjoyed every minute of it. We uh, we definitely have to do this again sometime. And yeah, and this is fun. We'll we'll make sure we have the. Uh, we'll make sure that we have some uh, some sane people involved, and we'll uh, we'll we'll was that? we'll do as they, we'll do as the rappers like to say, and we'll get it in where we fit in. Oh, dude! I mean, think about what we had. We sandwiched this Barry guy. He <laughs> sandwiches Barry and guys. Harvey Neiman. Harvey Neiman. Harvey Neiman. Followed Barry. I love Harvey. He's great. I love Harvey. I do too. I do too. The fantastic we, Harvey Neiman. The, yeah, the unbelievable Harvey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unbelievable was, uh, Barry Mezzi. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Well, he, he loved you. He sends me these texts. He's like, I love the doctor. Let's do it again. Oh, that's funny. That's just, that's just hilarious. Hey, listen, folks, and I know we're getting ready to sign off here, but we just want to say thank you for listening uh, today and all the folks that uh, were on the show. If you're listening, thanks for being on the show. And we want to invite you to download the Jiggy Jaguar app on your iPhone or your Android device, <laughs> and you will listen to these shows and some of the crazy moments that happened. I mean, today was an outtake moment we had there for a moment and it was a lot of fun. And so uh, we, we have a lot of fun and James is so gracious and I'm so thankful to James 
for letting me be on his show and letting me spend four hours with him because I'm totally grateful to him for doing that. And we would also invite you to go to the Jag, go to jagshow.com. That's yep. J-A-G-S-H-O-W.com. And go below the picture fold. You call that the fold in uh, geeky computer internet speak. So scroll down below the fold. On the right-hand side, you'll see the Amazon little tab link there. It says Amazon.com on it. I invite you to click on that, and I ask you to use that link from the Jiggy Jaguar Show. Don't go to Amazon.com. Go to jagshow.com. Click on the Amazon link that we have right there and order your stuff there. You can buy my book, Got Social Mediology, right there from the Amazon link. You can order anything that you want to order, and here's what happens, and this is the cool part. Not only do you get what you want and get it delivered, probably, and get it delivered quickly, but you also, it's a way that the show is supported, and uh, we can have more fun like this, and we'll give you the guests that you want to hear, and yes. even some of the guests that you don't want to hear, and we can do those as well, and you can do that. And if you want to hear my golden tones, and which you can, and you want to hear me read my book, Got Social Mediology, to you, we actually have a little, cool little link. It's just audible.com, and... Uh, if you go to audible.com, you put in the special code word Jaguar, J-A-G-U-A-R, nice. you can get your free trial of Audible, and you can download my book for free right there if you do that and listen to me read you the book. Because um, you know what? The show doesn't get supported unless we have your support, and we know that you have a bunch of choices out there. We are really grateful that you chose to stay with us today for yes. whatever time you did because we're really grateful for that. And well, I uh, think that's it for me there. That is it. I will uh, I will talk to you next week. Have yourself a good weekend. And then as soon as I get that audio of Barry put up, I'll shoot you a link. <laughs> I got a feel I got a feel I'm gonna be calling you on your cell phone, man. Yes, call 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 me a little bit later. I'm 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 gonna be here, brother. Yeah, because I got a feeling that we gotta have a little debriefing session. <laughs> that's a hell of a deal. Hi, right, brother. I will talk to you soon. Hi, bro. Later. That's Jay Izzo. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.